welcome to the Mr. Real to Real podcast with Mike Kel Stevens, where I keep it all the way real to real. My adrenaline, how will I lose? Battlefield certified, I done paid dues. My adrenaline, my drive non-stop, street game battle test is spread my name block to block. My adrenaline, rise to the top, cornbread champion, cream of the crop. My adrenaline, pushes Around the clock, get dope, smoke throw, swagged out, top notch. Let's go, 2023. I am here to blow the podcast game out the frame. Everything I speak, go to the gram, the top, the tube, and check my receipts. I'm cashing in 25 years, blood, set, tears. I went from mug shots to head shots. I'm talking about supermax to set. There it is. Yo, shout out to the ATL. It's your man, Michael, a.k.a. Mr. Real to Real. Episode 10, right black in the ATL. I said right black in the ATL. Big cuz me right here to my left. Yep, yep. We in the studio, dropping it again. Episode 10, about to get it in. This is amazing, man. ATL. ATL in the building. Yep. So, some of y'all don't know um, that I've been in ATL now for two weeks. I came for one week. And uh, let me let you know what today is. Today is Monday, June 26th. I repeat, today is Monday, June 26th, 2023. And I am in the ATL, and I've been here for two weeks. So episode nine, I recorded with my cuz, Big Meat. Say what's up, Meat. What's up, what's up? Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, man, my cousin Meat is one of my, like, man, look, I, I bounce stuff off of him. I do every like I said we talk daily and um I work with him and he's very 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 a big part of what I got going on because he supports the movement and when he knew about everything from day one he was just like wow like you know he just he just got it some people get it some people just don't get it it's the same thing with life people get it and just don't get it you know what I mean like there's some things you don't have to explain you know some people just get you it's like effortless and that's the difference in life is people that get it and people that don't get it. So my cousin me is a person that gets it, you know, and he's a he's an entrepreneur. He's somebody that goes for it. He's a he's a go getter. So all go getters always connect and they just do what they do. That's why I got 25 years of making connections. That's why I'm able to have a podcast because the the meat and potatoes of this is 25 years of official chronicles. That's it. If I didn't have those chronicles, then we wouldn't be here. There would be no Mr. Real to Real with Michael Stevens. It would just be that Michael Stevens guy that was an actor that did a few, few things. You know, it wouldn't be this, like, dude that did iconic things. Like, you know, we were just talking, I me and my cousin earlier, we were just talking about the magnitude of the, sh- of the show, you know, um, different ways of going with it, left, right, up, down, you know, sideways. We were just talking about the, the, the whole gymnastics, the whole analytics, the whole metrics, you know, all those different scales and, you know, things of that nature and we was explaining and this show I was telling them the content is incredible because we're episode 10 right now and we have a whole year to go and um we're going to do this show this is a this is a one-year show and um and I'm walking away from it in one year yeah so I'm letting y'all know now of course I'm gonna segue into the next you know which you will see the real Mr. Real to Real like you will see this Mr. Real to Real is I sometimes go off book and off track, but it's unscripted, it's raw, it's real, but it's carried by the guidelines and the template 
is and are everything that I've done in the entertainment business. So it's more guided a work thing with my acting, with my construction. So it's guided with that. But my next show is going to be me. And you're going to find out a lot of things that happen <laughs> behind the scenes because I am him and him is I. And there's a lot to me that y'all don't know. But I'm excited about this show, episode 10, because um, there are some things that I'm going to talk about in this episode that take me back to my early my early days. There are some jobs in this that go back to the days that um, started everything. Because remember, those of you that know, those who don't know, I came in the game through an open call. And um, that was in 97, through the open call for Belly. And once I booked it, I did... The uh, DMX Rough Rider Anthem, Jay-Z Hard Knock Life, Cameron Horse and Carriage, and the movie Ice Grill. And when I did those projects, I told myself, yo, I can do this. I got this. This ain't nothing. But those those early days, the 97, the 98, the 99, those are those days. And, and today, we're going to tap into those days. And that's what I like. The foundation. Because everything starts with proper foundation. So, um, let's not cut into it and let's get to it. Like I said, I'm in the ATL. We can ready to do this. So, the first job I shot, I'm looking at the vanilla envelope right now, and it says June 15th and June 19th of 1999. And I want to give a shout out to my man, Bustle Bus, and the whole Flip Mo squad, because I did the video, Say What, Say What. Yo, Lord have mercy. What's good, bro? Say what? Say what? Again, man, it was an incredible video shoot. Um, Director X. Yeah, we have a history. Um, Our history goes so back. Let me tell y'all how far back I go with X. The director of the Lord have mercy. Say what? Say what? I remember when Height Williams introduced him um, on at Big Dog Productions. He said, everybody... This is X. No, he said little X. He said, I'm sorry, everybody. This is little X. He's from Canada. I want to introduce him to, I don't know. I think I just happened to be, um, I was, I was at, I was at Big Dog Productions for an, for an audition. Or I stopped by Big Dog for, uh, I don't know, to, to get a script. I don't know what I stopped by Big Dog for, but he actually talked about every, so Height Williams said, everybody, I'd like to introduce you to little, little X. And little X is from, you know, he's from Canada. Introduce him. So I remember meeting Little X on the set. Well, not on the set, but at the production office, a big, a big dog. So he's the director of Lord Have Mercy's video. Say what? Say what? Um, I'm trying to remember. Did I actually audition for that, or how did I get that video? Say what? Say what? Because back in the day, we had to go to auditions for videos. But I think no, I think I got booked through that just on my pictures on my resume i don't i don't remember going to an audition i'm I'm more than positive i didn't go to an audition for the video say what say what so um we shot it in um downtown manhattan and um i actually got some really really good scenes in that um we're like running so lord have mercy is this in this video and we're chasing him around manhattan and i think we shot it in brooklyn too and I got, let me look in this vanilla envelope to see why it says the 15th and the ninth and the 19th. Let's see why, because I need to see what's going on with this right now. See, that's what's so amazing in the Mr. Real the Real podcast. Look at this. I got my commercial crew time card. Got my check stub. Okay, let's see what's going on. 
So on June 14th, 1999, shout out, this is from casting from Chasey Kwame in Wardrobe. She says, Lord have mercy extras. Dress for rain, bring umbrella, bring a change of clothes, wear rubber. Okay, so this was on June 14th. So that's why it says June 15th. And we also, I'm looking at holding, we were, in, we were on chambers. We were at chamber paper fiber on 139 Plymouth Street between Adams and J Street, Brooklyn, New York. Wow, look at that. Who would have ever thought? And this, let me look at the facts. So on the facts, it says Monday the 9th, they faxed this. And this was just, um, it's for holding. For Tuesday, June 15th, location again, chamber paper. And I'm looking at the stylist she sent out. This is crazy. Location, directions from Manhattan. Yeah, I saved all of this. So I'm looking at this now, looking at my commercial crew time card, June 15th. We got $220 rate. Here's my check stub. So the second, um, yeah, it's both are for June 15th. So I guess June 19th. They might have paid us out by then. I don't know why I have June 19th. But yeah, man. Shout out to Flip Mo Squad. Um, you wanna see this meet? You can check out the check out the content. Look at look at that. That's I'm I'm handing the handing the folder to my cousin. I hope I hope, I hope you feature me. I just did genius. <laughs> genius Michael Mix with X direct X. You say it, right? Nah, his his name is Lil X. Oh, look. But now he's X. Yeah. Now he's X. Because he, he used to be Lil, Lil X, but yeah. right, he he got his flex on, I think. You know what? I, I'm interested in knowing when did he go from Lil X to X. So, so somebody send that in to me. Let me know when Lil X went from... Well, I just, I just hit him up. I asked him. But if somebody can get it to me before that, I'm curious to know when he changed from Lil X to X. Because now he's just X. But he, he has done some Drake, some Drake Drizzy videos because he's from he's from Canada and Drake's from Canada. And for those of y'all that don't know, Drake is one of my favorite rappers. Yeah, man. That's, I can't I can't front because be, she be spitting them bars. Wow. Yeah. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to tell you what you see that you see that call sheet. Right. That's, I know all that's crazy. Let me let me let me let me tell you when when like Drake like killed it. Yo, me. Wait till I tell you this lyric. Like when he when he said this lyric, man. This this is something that like I don't care if somebody else wrote it. I don't give a damn. But let me tell you what Drake said. He said, "Shout out to the boss, bitches, wifey, and niggas." Damn. <laughs> damn. 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 Oof. I repeat. He said, "Shout out to the boss, bitches, wifey, and niggas." And that's what I'll be telling y'all, man. A lot of y'all dudes be flexing like y'all really got it popping. But if she take that shit away, you're done, bro. Stop flexing, bro. Because everything's in her and her name. So stop it, man. But yeah, Drake is Drake is my man. He got some bars. I, I like some joint. The joint with Future. That's, that's like my anthem. You know what I'm saying? He got, he got the joint with my man Dirk. That's one of my anthems. You know, it's like, man, it's just official. So yeah, Drake is one of my favorite rappers. Because it's all about the money. So... It ain't really about, it gets to a point where all that thugness is like, does it even work anymore? Because everybody got heat. So if you're a big dude, you can, you, you, you can, you, you can, you can catch it. You can, you can catch it big. Cause like one of my, one of my favorite, one of my favorite rappers is Sheik Looch. He's definitely top five um, in, in my book. But he, but he said in one of his songs, you gonna have to pop me because I ain't gonna budge. Well, ever since he dropped that bar, well, the gats, the gats have got really enhanced, so you can you can get pot right now, and you go on more than buzz. You gonna get dropped. 
So these little dudes got some real soul. You know, everybody got 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 all that on lock. But but nah, man, don't you know? Keep it keep it a buck, and just if you ain't keeping it in the buck, then you ain't keeping it. You keeping a zero. So so that's that's the first job that we had. Was Lord have mercy. I remember that video, man. Like I said, y'all go back and watch watch that video. Say what? Say what? You're going to see me all up in that video, like everything I do. I got featured. The reason why I get featured in so many videos, people always ask me, is because I listen to the treatment. I listen to the director. I listen to the AD. I listen, I listen, I listen. I observe. I watch the set. I pay attention to the energy. You know, and I give them what they, what they want. That's what they want. They want you to give them what they want. So... That's why I became Mr. Real to Real. I brought that real to real. And I remember being on that set, and when I watched that video, and when you watch that video, you're going to be blown away to see how Mr. Real to Real just was all over that video. I got some really featured, featured scenes in that. I mean, I'm talking about very, very featured scenes. So shout out to Flip Mode, man. Shout out to my man, Bustle Bust. And just last night, um, shout out a ATL, man. Shout out Quavo and... um. Offset, man, they they were um they killed it last night for um mm. they, 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 they killed it, man. Like bad and bougie, man. That's what it was, man. That's yo, it's just you know, cause me like growing up in ATL and like the real ATL, like the old school ATL, like the first Freak Neeks, like the Goody Mob first album, the Outcast album. Like growing ATL, man, it's like it's it's like man, it it used to just. Give you goosebumps and chills, man, when you used to be up in them clubs, man, and seeing, like, I remember Goody M-O-M-O-M-O-B, man, you know, performing that, that, you know what I'm saying, Red Dogs, man. It was like, you can't bring that back. Like, I remember just, like, it's just like, so when I see, like, the youngsters, like, you know what I'm saying, Migos, man, I supported them from day from day one because I tell you, I'm Dirty South, man, to, to the core. You know what I'm saying? Like, the movement started from New York. Huh? The movement started from New York, though. That's yeah, but see, but see, look, the, the movement, but see, look, the thing about the South is that the movement is from up north and the movement is about the city slickers and all that and the New Yorkers, but the way that the South done flipped the music game, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about since Luke. Because, see, I go back with Luke Yo, Luke used to take one beat. And this this dude, because I was in Columbia, South Carolina, and I used to see Luke and Poison Clan. I'm talking about shout out JJT Money, shout out Poison Clan, shout out Trina, man. Shout out, man, shout out, shout out my man Trick Daddy, man. Shout out all uh, man, all the all the South, man. Shout out, man, Marquise. Shout out Two Live Crew, man. Like they, they said they they, they done they done did numbers, man. Y'all don't understand, man. Y'all don't understand. They just sell out clubs all in the South, man. I remember like oh, man. There's a lot of Atlanta people. Yeah, yeah. The whole Bay movement to the South, the gangster rap from the South, from Swat House, Cameron. Man, but you don't understand what Luke did, man. Like, oh, yeah. yo, look, check, check it out. Luke, the only only one. Tone. Let, let me tell you who Luke. Let me tell you how gangster Luke was. Luke would put out a song called "Throw That Throw That D." This dude take the same beat and say "Throw That P." He done sold two records. Like, I'm talking about this woman getting double money off one thing. Like, yo. Luke had some records. Like, Luke was putting the records out. I'm telling you, like, I know everybody did their thing, but you got to look at who did their thing before you. And Luke really did his thing, bro. Really showed, and Master P showed y'all we can do this out the trunk, man. Shout out Master P. Shout out Luke. Shout out the South, man, because like you, like you said, it come from the North, but see, the thing about it is, is I stand here as of right now, today, like I told y'all, is 
Monday, June 26th. I'm 52 years old right now. I'll be 53 on January 4th. And it's amazing how I've been able to see different decades. And it's something about that Luke decade, boy. <laughs> I was right there. I mean, I'm talking about I was in the club seeing the two live crew girls right in front of my face. I'm talking about, like, him performing live all through the South. Because I was getting money all throughout the South. You know what I mean? And um, and I remember just seeing Luke and Poison Clan perform, seeing that whole that whole movement, man. That two live crew. Shout out to two live crew, man. Shout shout to South. Shout out to ATL, man. Word up. But let's catch it. Let's move it on. So the next job on the next vanilla envelope up in the Mr. Real the Real with Mike Kel Stevens Chronicles. Shout out to Stupid Hype. Everybody, one time for Stupid Hype. So Stupid Hype is um, yo, you can go ahead and answer that, answer that, bro. You know how you know how we do in the Mister Real the Real podcast, man. It ain't nothing, bro. Yo, you know what it is. So yeah, shout out to my man Stupid Stupid Hype with my man um Wilson Bethel. Shout out Stupid Hype. So Stupid Hype, y'all, was for the CW. Um, it had Kel in it. Kel, you know, Kel Mitchell was in it. Shout out to um Kel. From this, from um, Kel's iconic, you know, what I'm saying burgers, you know what's up, good burger, all that. But um, Stupid Height was a CW show, and they made it for the for the web. And um, and Wilson Bethel, let me tell y'all who Wilson Bethel is. If you watch the show uh, All Rise, he's the, he's the white judge. He's the, I mean, no, I'm sorry, not the white judge. He's the white lawyer. He's one of the main core char- characters. And um, and my man John Huderis, that's his name, John Huderis. Yo, look up. Yo, look, 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 look up Stupid Hype because um, there's this female meat that's in it. Oh, man, she's so gorgeous, and I want to give her a shout-out. But right now, because we shot this on 6-20-2012. I repeat, 6-20. Yeah, look up, look up, look up, look up the cast. It's, it's going to be this chick that's, I uh, forget her name. She's black. What's what's her name? What does it say? Rochelle. Rochelle Yates. Rochelle, I, I yeah, Yates. I Rochelle Yates. Oh, Rochelle. Shout out Rochelle Yates. I, I think. Nah, it ain't. No, it ain't I ate Yates. See, you, you from down south. It's Rochelle Yates. Look. Yeah, it say that, but it's not pronounced that. Oh, yeah? That's why I'm telling you now. I know I know it. That's why as soon as you showed it to me, I know how to pronounce it. Oh, yeah, I seen her on some stuff. Oh, what do you mean you seen her on yeah. some stuff? She's she's the bomb, son. So, um, yeah, I just want to give her a shout out. So, yeah, Stupid Hype. Um, how did I get that? Uh, oh, let me tell you how I got that. So, Stupid Hype, I had to submit for it on L.A. Casting. Shout out to Casting Network. Shout out L.A. LA, LA Casting. And um, so, Stupid Hype, I had to submit on L.A. on LA Casting. So, now, let me tell you, you know, you know me, I'm going to bug you out with this. So, my man, E.R., because you know I, I do music, and you, and you know how I'm so demanding with my... <laughs> With my with my stuff, cause I'll be I'll be on you like, so check out what happened. So me and ER have me and ER have been friends. Yo, shout out to my man ER ER Rules, major actor, good dude, rapper, performer. He's just he's just that guy, my man ER. So I've been friends with ER in L.A. since I moved to L.A. We used to do back background work together. We used to be extras catching the bus together. All that commuting, the whole nine, and um, ER, ER, ER is my guy. So, but I do music. Also, you guys will get to know all that because there's so many things that's gonna fork. Like, I, like I told you on episode nine, this so, this is one of my harpoons. This is one of my torpedoes. This is one of my spears. Like, there's so many levels to I because I keep telling you, 
I am him, him is I. Him is I, I is him. And you will learn that the hard way. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I had a lot um, popping. So what happened was now, I stayed on point with everything going forward. So I never turned down not one opportunity and everything that goes my goes my way goes my way because I force it and I make it and I just make it happen. And because I, I keep telling I keep telling telling y'all, there's when you reach an obstacle in life, you can go through it, you can go around it, you can go over it, you can go under it. There's so many ways to maneuver that you don't have to just deal with so much brawn. There is a point of brain. You know what I'm saying? So you have to use a mixture of brain and brawn. Because if you do straight brawn, it's not gonna happen. It just won't. You know what I mean? So that is the main purpose of handling business is handling it with brawn and brain. And I'm gonna always do that. So, but um, the Stupid Hype Project, I really had enjoyed it because the reason why I enjoyed it is because, you know, me and ER at the time, we weren't talking because of my music and me trying to get things done. So now here's what here's now here's the thing that's gonna that's gonna make you trip out. What's that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, it's all good. So now here's what's gonna bug you out, me. So me and ER weren't talking at the time of the stupid, stupid hype. Like we were not talking because of my music. I was trying to get some things done and he, I felt like he was, you know, he was playing around. So here's what's gonna bug you out. When I got the call sheet, I saw his name as the other, as the other, as the other goon. So it was goon, it was only two, two, two goons. Goon one and two, and it was, it was him. Now that's not the first time this happened. We've worked together before where they booked us not knowing we knew each other. They booked us off of all the L.A. submissions. So all the submissions they got in L.A. to pick the gangsters, and they only picked two gangsters, they picked me and him. Not knowing our backstory or we personally friends. Just t- hired two actors. Crazy. That was crazy. So so Stupid Hype was one of, one of, one of those. My man E.R. was on that. Like I said, John Huertas. And um, oh, you gotta look. You, you gotta look up. You gotta look. You ain't even look up the rest of the cast. You ain't even look up John Huertas. Oh man, John Huertas is one of the major actors. Like wait, 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 wait till you see his face when you go back to Stupid Hype. So we shot. Um, we shot actually two scenes. We shot one scene which was like um, somewhere up on a mountain. They wanted us to look like we was in the desert, but we was somewhere high high up in one of those mountains. Um, yeah, go to go to the go to the cat. Go to um, John Huertas. John, his name is J J O N, and um, I'm telling my cousin me check out. I want him to see to see John, so he can bug out when he sees John's face and how many things John's been in. Yeah. Yeah, but look at his. Yeah, that's him. But look, when you look at his IMDb, you're gonna be blown away, me. So, yeah, it was like, um, so we shot that one scene. We're supposed to have been in the desert somewhere, but we were somewhere up on like a mountain. And like in Hollywood Hills, so I don't know how they did it, but they but they flipped it and bounced it to make it look like we was in the desert. That's what they do with movie magic. They um the way they do movie magic is they is they is they play with you and they trick you 
and make you think that they somewhere they nay they not and they really got you with this one because um it was really dope so anyway that's what happened with us with stupid so er comes on set so we did the desert scene and then we had to do a scene where we were in a club where they were having like a battle it was like a club a club battle so that's how um that's how I went down with Stupid Hype, man. I had a ball. Let me go into this. Let me open up this vanilla envelope and see what's in the vanilla envelope. It's always a surprise in these vanilla envelopes. Man, I just got two check stubs in this. It's not cool because actually that's why I need an archive impress because, a.k.a. Stat Baby, because... Um, there are stupid hype material because see, which I don't realize is this. I'm working on my documentary, the post-production on my feature length version of my documentary. And I'm also working on a pilot for my TV show. I'm working on my book. So somehow stupid hype has actually, oh, here's another, here's another one. I'm looking at the other one. I have two for stupid hype and I'm looking at what's in this one. Because I'm shocked that, yeah. So some of the material from Stupid Hype is actually in my uh, documentary files. Because that's how I roll. Like I said, this is one of my harpoons and spirits. But Stupid Hype was dope. Working with Rochelle Yates. You talking about I, I Yates. Ah, you so funny. Yeah, right. It was Rochelle Yates, John Hudetis, Wilson Bethel, and um, Kel Mitchell. E.R. Rules. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Rochelle's fine too, son. She's yeah. official. Oh my God, Rochelle's, Rochelle's like, pff, ouch. Ouch. And she was in Desperate Housewives. Yeah, she was in Desperate Housewives. She had a part in that. She's one of the, she's one of the Desperate Housewives. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually knew who she was from that, and she was tripping like, how you know me from that? You a thug. How you watch that? Mm. Because, see, the thing about it, I don't watch Desperate, but I watch my current events, and I know what shows are hit shows. Like, that's the one thing about me. I stay in tune. I stay in tune with my entertainment current events. So anything that's popping, I, I know. I know about it. Because I watch E.T., I watch a ABC7, George Pinocchio in L.A. Shout out shout out my man George. And, um, that's important to, to upcoming Yeah, yeah, you have to, you have to stay on top of it. You just have to be sharp with your like chops and it was, what's going on. And you also have to watch, which some of y'all don't even get up for, but I make sure. Because see, what y'all don't realize is that Sundays are my Monday. So I'm working on actually sun Sunday. And Sunday when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I watch is Sunday is on CBS Sunday morning. It's one of my inspirational shows. It always shows some type of inspiration. They show something in, in encouraging. They show something thrilling. They just show something to make you ascend. They give you nature. They give you knowledge. They give you so many things. And I also watch uh, CCBS 60, 60 Minutes, and they give me knowledge. So I, I have a good balance. And I, I, I used to watch this, this show. They're not biased. Nah, they're not biased at all. They're just journalists that's just dropping, just dropping the news. Mm -hmm. So and then I had a time where I used to watch this, you know, the show. I, I used to watch that show. That it used to have um, those three, those three letters that's been on for a long time. But I sent, but I sent them my actual. I sent them an email, and I sent, and I called them and left them a voicemail about my podcast, and I wanted to premiere it on there because it happened to be, you know, when I did my first season, one episode one, it was on March six. It was the first week of March, and they had a Monday, and I tried to contact them, but they didn't reach out. But I used to watch that show. I watched the show extra. I watched, um, yo, 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 man, good, good looking, bro. 
I watch the show Extra. I watch all those shows to keep me on point. Because that's how I roll. You know, I stay on point with my entertainment, current events, and I stay on point with all that. So I watch the mixture of shows, and definitely, you know, you got to stay in tune. So that's how it goes down, and I and I really enjoyed that. So, stupid hype, man. Thank you so much for everything. Now we're going to move on to a project from 620 through 622, 1998. Like I was trying to tell y'all, this is what I enjoy. These kind of projects. So, your man booked the City of Dreams fashion show. Now, anybody from New York that knows about the City of Dreams fashion show knows what's happening. So, if you don't know what's happening, Google it, reach out to your family. Anybody from New York, I repeat, City of Dreams Fashion Show, 1998. Now, I'm going into the vanilla envelope right now. There's a lot of content in here. Okay, let's see what's going on. Thank you. Thank you, sir. So, I have the actual flyer. Meet, this is going to bug, bug you out. So, this job right here, Meet, look. City of Dreams Fashion Show. 6-20-1998. I even have the original flyer to it. Look at that. Let's let's take a look at this flyer, y'all. So, City of Dreams 98 NYC Music and Urban Fashion Show Seminar. Parties and Panels. Who do we have on here? We have Rockefeller Records. Ooh, look. Rockefeller in the building, son. We have... You know people would kill for this flyer, me. Look, look at this. This is the original flyer. People would kill for that flyer. Let me name some of these. Some of these. Um, let me name some of these names on here. What we got? We got Rockefeller. We have JM JMJ. Shout out JMJ. We have PMB Pele Pele, uh, Nappy Atlantic Records. Mecca is in there. All this is from the flyer. Now let's see what this paperwork says over here. It says City of Dreams '98 music itinerary. So I have the itinerary. So let me tell y'all, oh, look at this. I Me, mean, people were killed for this. This is the original documentation from City of Dreams 98. So let me tell y'all about City of Dreams. So when I came into the game doing the acting, I had to do everything. I was like, you know what? I'm going to attack every single solitary thing that deals with acting. I'm not going to turn down no, no work. And I'm also going to model. So City of Dreams, I had to go to an audition to model. So I had never walked the runway. So the way they had it set up, you had to go to this like big room and they had to walk in front of everybody. Now I was dating a model at the, at, at the time. She was a supermodel. She was one of the top models in like, you know, NY at the time. And then we had a little, you know, you're going to find it all out in, in my, in my autobio documentary. And my, and my, like I said, this just deals with my chronicles as an actor to inspire you. It also deals with construction work. You know, it deals with a lot of things that just not dealing with my other life. So yeah, the time was dating a model and she was like, what? You got the audition to go walk for City of Dreams? I said, yep. 
So let me tell you how Mr. Real or Real Untold Story is a trendsetter. Mr. Real or Real is a straight trendsetter because this, this is how I roll. So I walked into the audition and I said, you know what? These dudes is chumps. I'm, 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 I'm bad. When I walked down the runway, man, I was stopping, staring at people. I was, don't, man, I was doing my thing. I was, I was just, man, I was on some next level. I was next level with it, like next level. I was just walking, turning, stopping, just like it was going down. I was just rep representing. And um, I remember I was hustling, the, you know what I'm saying, the black market. You know, I had the DVDs and the CDs and all that. We was doing, I mean, I'm sorry, I had the VHS at the time and, um, and, and like the CDs. And I remember um, like just having the connection with all the different clothes and the clothing I remember just copping something fly. I had something fly on. I was just walking, selling it. I was just selling it. But I was also walking down with confidence, and I was stopping, looking at, because there, there was this um, modeling agency at the at the time that was all black, and um, I tried to model for them, and they fronted on me. And, and, the, and, and the model that I was dating, she was like, yo, some of the dudes is corny. Why, why wouldn't they sign you? And I was, I'm not going to say their name because, you know, anybody that gets a name drop in Mr. Real or Real with Mike Hell Stevens is official. If you ain't official, I ain't name dropping you. So I know the name of the people. I know the name of the model agency, but I will refuse to give them a plug because I'm super petty like that. If you're on my bad side, you're done. You might as well deep fry you. Just deep fry yourself and just go on the, go on the register and just forget about what's in the fryer and to the point it's like, oh, my God, we forgot that. And it's just black and it's like you can't come back from nothing <laughs> yeah you got deep yeah you deep fried so um yeah you deep you just deep fried and that's how it has to be so shout out to people that's not deep fried versus the ones that are deep fried but nah so those brothers yeah but nah they should have signed me to the agency but they didn't so anyway some of them were some of them were, were there when I walked down the runway. So I was giving them a death stare. I stopped and stood in front of them like, "What's good? You see, I'm doing this." And I had I had the chicks yelling out, "Ooh, the model, the top models was like, oh, I was just doing my thing. I just felt like I was doing what I do because, see, look, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all, man. I was at Freaknik, the first Freaknik's, like car surfing. Like I was on top of the car, like I was using I was using the Beamer, like it was like it was a surf like it was a surfboard. I was on the hood surfing, like. I done set trends, man, like forever. I done been in clubs where the dance floor was empty, but that was my song. So I went out there and did my thing. And next thing you know, it's popping. And I'm walking out with the with the with the um pink and green. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how I go. You know what I mean? For real, for real. But nah, um, I've had some incredible things happen in my lifetime. And I set trends and I do things that Others just don't just don't do because they just can't do what I do. It's just impossible, you know what I'm saying? But that's how we that's how we roll. So yeah, the city of dreams, man. I smashed that runway. So after I was done, right? After I was done, so the um the lady comes over to me and she and she tells me. She says, come come here. She pulls me to like the, like the table. Check this out, me. She said, I don't want you to react. I want you to stay calm. Do not say nothing. But I'm going to book you on this fashion show. And she was like, 
you are you are she, I think she said you fierce or you off the you know, you hot. She said something. She was like, Yo, I want you in, in this show. And um and she booked me for the for the show. But the actual clothes that I could have fit were from Carl Kanai. And she said, she called me the night before the show and said, she said, Carl's bringing his own models. He don't, he don't need none. And you can only wear Carl's clothes. And I couldn't do the show. So I had to, I had to swallow it, but it was part of the game. But shout out to Carl Kanai bringing his own models to, to, to City of Dreams. He didn't want his clothes being bought to the fashion show and her models in his clothes. That's how off. That's how official call was. He said, "Not nah, bringing my own models." So it wasn't about me. It wasn't about nothing. If he would have known me, of course he would have been like, "Nah, let 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 him be one of my models." But the way it worked back in the day, it don't go like that. Come out, man. Real independent. Yeah, real independent. <laughs> Influence before the time. Yes, yes. Because I'm giving it right now on the Mister Real to Real podcast. Yeah. I was in City of Dreams fashion show. Only because of one clothing designer. She knew I can wear Carl's clothes because of my anatomy and because of my girth and my width. But she didn't know Carl was doing his own thing and bringing his own his own models. So that's what happened with City of Dreams in 1998. But it's cool because I got picked for the show. And I did my thing. I got picked for a couple other shows. I was working with this company called Pastor Rock which was the clothing line that came out before before Am One. And actually, they came out the same time as Am One. And they couldn't hang with Am One because Am One had, of course, the um, the mixtapes. And then Am One had the tour. So that smacked the company Pastor Rock out of the, out of the box. But Pastor Rock was, was like Am One's, can, can, um, was like Am One's, can, um, what is it, comp, was Am One's comp. Or, or Am One was their comp or whatever. But anyway, I didn't, um, I was a spokesmodel for Pat Pastor Rock. And I, I did some fashion shoots for them. I did a fashion show or two. I did a fashion show at Nell's. Nell's is Nell's is where when you're watching the show um, New York Undercover at the at, at like the, at like the end, end of it, they always had that, at that little club. That's that's Nell's. I had a fashion show there. Yeah, I had a fashion show there. Um, it was for passing. I have pictures from that, and I actually have a picture of a certain actor that's that's staring at me. He's he's in the he's in the crowd now. He plays a gangbang actor now. He plays a tough guy. But he's actually in the crowd staring at me, and he has a drink with a straw in it. Now I'm looking at this picture like I never drink with a straw. Like I'm I'm gulping. I'm up in the club gulping. Where I look like with a straw. Like hey y'all, what's happening? <laughs> like yo, for all y'all dudes that's that's like big dudes or so-called tough dudes or gangster dudes, and you in the club with a drink with a straw and you sipping a straw in the club, yo bro, it's not a good look. <laughs> you need to gulp. We don't. We only go. We only double fist, and we only go, bro. What if they at home? What's <laughs> you know what I'm sipping on straw nowhere. You just supposed to go, man. No matter if you in the club or you in the block or you home. If you a goon, see that's the difference between being a regular person and being a goon. See, when you a goon, you can't be. You supposed to gulp that. When you when you a goon, you you just pour the spirits and you put a splash on it and you gulp it. You, you use your finger. Use your finger to stir it up. You don't use no straw to stir up nothing. You know, kids kids use straws for damn milkshakes. You ain't supposed to be no grown dude up in the, up in the club thugging with, with a drink with a straw in it. <laughs> he wants to get you an umbrella, too. Go ahead and tell him to put an umbrella in there, too, bro. 
<laughs> and put some cherries in there. Fruit on <laughs> Yo, same time I said cherry, he said fruit. See, that's what my cut. That's what we do. That's what the blood do, man. Yo, for real. So yeah, shout out to City of Dreams. Shout out to um. I can't remember the name of the lady that booked me. I did used to remember her name because she told me, and I remembered it. But this is many, 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 many years. This is twenty-five years later, so I forgot her name at this point. But she, thank you for booking me, and I'll find you um, in the future, lady. I mean, I'm sorry, Empress slash Queen. She wasn't a lady because she was like really on some like royalness. But anyway, so let me get to the next job. Wait till you hear about this one. So, since we're in the ATL, I got to go into the next job. Shout out to Turner Construction. Shout out to the ATL. Shout out to the Phillips Arena, to State Farm Arena Renovation. Like I said, Phillips Arena, the State Farm Arena Renovation. We were in heavy, heavy motion at this point. We had just finished Pink's concert. We had the McDonald's All-American game, and we were in full swing in the arena. And I had an amazing time, because remember, I started at Staff Zone for $7.25 an hour, and I ended up making $22.50 an hour at the Phillips Arena, State Farm Arena Renovation, which was the second arena, it was the second biggest arena renovation in U.S. history. Let me repeat that for y'all in the back. The Phillips Arena, the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia, was the second biggest arena renovation in U.S. history. Shout out Turner ATL Construction Ho. right now. ATL, Ho. ATL in the building all day, every day. Business as usual. You know what we do. You heard me? Business as usual. Shout out. Free man. Free my folks, man. We ain't doing nothing but the same thing y'all doing, man. We all doing the same thing. Fortune 500, corporate America, man. Y'all, 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 y'all just doing it, acting like y'all ain't doing it. So, man, free my, free, free my folks, man. Business as usual. You know what to do. So, listen, man. So, yeah, um, the Phillips Arena renovation at the time, man. I was going to work, like I said, I was just showing, I was just showing out because I just loved working 72 to 80 hours a week. They was giving us 10 to 12 hours a day, six days a week. Some some weeks we was going seven days a week, 10 to 12 hours a day. No, on Sunday we went eight, but the rest of the days was 10 and 12. So days one through six was all 12. I think Saturday was 10 and Sunday was eight. Yeah, we was, we was, we was getting it in. And I was enjoying it because it was a great, great, great thing for – and now every time I watch a game or I watch anything that's at the Phillips – well, it's usually the games – I just, man, I see the staff and I see people I knew. It was just like, and to know I was a part of that whole historic event. I mean, everything I do is historic. I mean, that's just how I roll. Every single solitary thing I do is historic. Mr. Mr. Real to Real keeps it historic. And that was one of my favorite jobs, man, ATL. And to be in the ATL, man, right now, it's official. So today, like I said, man, it's the 26th. And I'm feeling good. It's June 26th, you know, and I've, I've been on vacation, man. Like I said, the last two weeks, been on vacation, but I still got the um, the show out. Episode 9, did with my cousin. Episode 10, I'm dropping right now, and it's coming out excellent. And I'm excited. Like, I'm excited for everything. And um, the business side of Mr. Real to Real, 
podcast with Michael Stevens is all molding and shifting itself and everything is coming together. Life is great. You know, remember, be thankful for everything you got. Don't worry about what you don't have. You know, the most high will bless you with what you need. But you got to bless yourself. You know, you got to put your best foot forward. A lot of people just want to deal with pray, 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 pray. But you have to act on that, too, you know, because God is going to bless you with so much. You know what I'm saying? The most high is going to give you the platform, but you got to dance. You know what I mean? You got to put in action because I tell people all all the time, all the time, to, just to get, get to the bag, you got to get to the bag. I remember, like I tell people, I used to walk from Reed Air High School all the way to Indian Creek train station. So you Google, <coughs> right now, you Google Reed Air High School in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Again, Google Redan High School in Stone Mountain, Georgia. And then you Google Indian Creek Martyr Station. And you put in the walk from those two. And think about doing that every morning at 3.30 at 3.15 to make it there by 4.30 to catch the 4.49. Because I used to try to leisure walk, you know, no matter what, rain, it was never sleet or snow because this is the South, but it was always rain or either it was cold or it was hot. So the days that I would leave on time, which were mostly all of them, I would be able to walk like the Pink Panther. But on the days that I had to go visit my son, because my son was incarcerated at the time, he was on Wright Street. <clears throat> he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He was riding, he was riding in a car, he was a passenger in the back and somebody in the front got out and wanted to brandish some, some jewelry and wanted, and wanted to, to, to uh, retrieve goods from a citizen. And then another citizen said, hey, no, we can't have that. And they gave the make and the model. <laughs> and next thing you know, they was in a pursuit and they all ran, but guess who got caught? <laughs> My son. So he had to sit in the county on Wright Street for a whole year because he had to, you know, he had to follow with, hey, I didn't know what was going on. I was just a passenger. So, life of a youngster. Yeah, life of a youngster in the ATL, exactly. So it, it worked out for him and he came home, but I had to go visit him. One time a week, because I didn't, I didn't want that system on my iPad. I didn't want that system on my phone. Because I'm, I'm a person that does zero apps. I don't mess with none of that stuff. And um, and I didn't want that on my phone, so I had to go physically there. But here's, here's the catch on why I had to go see him. I had to always set the appointment to visit him late, because I didn't want to set it too soon. Because when I was working at the temp agency at, at the time, sometimes my tickets would bring me in at 6 and 7 p.m. at night. They all wouldn't bring me in. Sometimes the tickets were so far away that the, the, that the van would pick us up on time, but getting back to the office, it would be closed already. And their, their only obligation is to drop us off at the, at, at the office. So they can't take me to right, to right, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying the right, right street. So I would always set my time so I could always know if I had a late ticket, I could still go see him. And every damn time, guess what happened? I would get off work at early time, like, and I would get to right street. And guess what the people would make me, make me do? I would be there two hours, sometimes three hours before my actual sit sit down, fifteen minute call with him on, the, and they would make me wait. They wouldn't say they wouldn't push it 
around. And so if I was the ATF or DEA and I want to talk to him on the thing, y'all going to make me really wait? Like, y'all couldn't just put him, pull him from his cell? Yeah. So anyway, they would make me wait on Wright Street, man, for two to three hours just to talk to him for 15 minutes. And I would, and I would do that. But here's why I would get in late. Because the train from Wright Street Jail, which is the Bankhead train, by the time I ride that to Five Points and I and I connect to the uh, Indian Creek train, by the time I get to Indian Creek and catch the 116, you know what I'm saying, the stepmom crib, it's just like, man, it's late. Like, I take a shower. So them, those, so those days, say all that to say, some of the days I had to walk to the train station, I had to be a brisk walker. I couldn't do the, the Pink Panther. I had, I had to walk like a, you know what I'm saying, crazy man. So, but I made it. I made I made that train every morning. I never missed that fourth, that four forty nine because that four forty nine got me to the temp agency by six a.m. to be able to sign that list to be able to get me a ticket until I got in and they knew I was official. But I had to I had to I had to earn that. So and then I still had to get to the train station to get to work by six because even when I got the tickets that were official. The, the bigger the official ticket, you leave immediately. You got to go to that site immediately because the, the bigger the site, the earlier they start. So anyway, shout out to the construction business, man. Shout out to the acting business. Shout out to the ATL. Shout out to the BET Awards last night. Like, like I said, man, Migos, man, they just, they just, you know what I'm saying, did that, man. Mm-hmm. They definitely did that. Good oh, that was that was a real, real good look. Mm-mm. And shout out to the ATL, man. I've been, like I said, I've been on vacay. Two two weeks, I had a great time. Some incredible things. Um, seen some amazing views, and um, life is good. And I got to got to hang out with my cuz. We got to knock out episode nine and ten. You know, like I said, he's supposed to did the pilot, but you know, what I'm saying things went went haywire. I got, I got sick, and then my daughter, um, she had senior night, and there was no way I was going to let a coach or a teacher. Walk my daughter out for senior night when I've been daddy daycare and Mr. Mom since kindergarten. Hell to the nah. Hell to the nah. I jumped right on that plane, was right there walking her out with my Kobe jersey on. I had my little cool little jeans on. I had my Stan Schmidt from my all white shorn and I just had to walk her out and it was a proud moment. And um, I felt good about that senior night. And also she won the championship that year and she won well, she won a city chip and she won a conference chip that same year. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I was but I was there every every game yelling and screaming. I was I would leave, man. My my voice would be hoarse, man, every game because yo, let me tell y'all parents something. If y'all ain't there yelling and screaming for yours, then just take your ass home for real. Because I used to watch some parents like we used to play against some schools, and their parents would be yelling every from the tip. To the end, and I used to do the same thing, but but then my daughter's team, some of the parents would not yell, and not scream, and not tell them let's you know because I used to I used to I mean I used to have to do I used to have to do this, let's go defense, and they wouldn't say nothing, so I had to even do the let's let's go like come on man like I'm I, I'm already doing the let's go defense y- 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 y'all can't do the other part, so yeah shout out to people man that yell and scream the whole game, and um. Shout out to everybody across the globe. I am so happy. Episode 10. The show is doing well. The metrics are amazing. Um, yeah, man. We are not playing. The Mr. Real, the Real podcast of Mike Kel Stevens is taking over 2023. Like I tried to tell y'all. I thought I was playing. So we got to wrap it up. And I'm going to go through some check stubs. Let me grab the folder. 
give y'all some of these good old check stubs for the month of June. So let's get busy. Let's go. So, you know what I'm going to actually do is I'm going to jump to something. So when I was doing the, doing the construction in 2020, I have a, a Click Safety certifies that Michael Stevens has successfully completed Click Safety's web-based training course. And they gave me this on 6-27-2021. Shout out to your man, Michael, and Click Safety. You know what I'm saying? I like the... That was when I was doing the um, temp work for the company People Ready. Okay, let's see what we got here. Let's go to the check stubs. So for 619, we have a staff zone check stub. Regular eight hours. Man, look at that. Eight hours. And I made $58 gross. Wow. But I had to do what I had to do. I mean... I, I didn't want to do nothing to get myself in trouble and put myself back behind the fences because, you know, the first thing people say when they get behind the fences is, if I were home right now, I work McDonald's, I work anything, I won't be here, baby. I'm tired, I'm here, baby. Baby, you buy me out, I work anywhere. I don't care what they got. I go to stay. <laughs> I go with that, though. I don't care. <laughs> So I was just cutting out. I was cutting out going in there. I was just doing it before all that. All right, let's see the next check stuff. This one was from 624. Uh-oh, regular. Uh-oh, they gave me $9 an hour on this one. Total hours. I was getting $9. So I made, let's see what the gross pay was on this one. So this one was 6525. And this was regular nine. I don't know how that how that happened. This one, the child support. Yep, the child support kicked in. Look, look at the check. That's what they got me for the child support, man. They ain't, y'all ain't nothing, man. Y'all ain't nothing. Damn child support, man. Damn child support. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Free at last, free at last. Free So here we go. Our next check stub. We have 623. Regular eight hours. Look at that. Gross pay $58. It was, it was hard out there for you. So we have here, what's this one right here? All right, regular four hours, made $29. Look at that, man, me, what the? This one was from 6-26-2017. I worked for four hours, me, and made $29. Look, you dedicated, man. You dedicated. Man, look, look at that, bro. You dedicated. <laughs> bro, <laughs> four hours with $29. Going to make some buff for the week? <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to do. I wasn't trying to go 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 back to the pen. Shout out to all y'all. Oh man, look what we got here. June 26, 2007 at 4 p.m. My BT award. I went to the BT awards. Me, look at I kept my I kept my ticket. Oh man, that was when Monique was on stage acting like Beyonce. Mm. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, I kept my I kept that, y'all. I'm looking at it right now, y'all. That's yeah, I was in um in what does it say? Tunnel E, Section E, Row 30, Seat 49. You didn't know No, it wasn't a nosebleed. <laughs> it says Front Orchestra. Okay. That ain't nosebleeds. Oh, okay. Ah, look, my cousin, I was in the I was in the Front Orchestra. Okay. Oh, because I'm Mr. Real to Real. All right. I don't know how. See, that's why I need me an archive impress. This, how does this get caught up with the, with the damn check check stubs, me? That's crazy. I don't, I don't know. Damn, I don't know. All right, here, here we go. Let's go to another check, check stuff. We got um, 
So this one's from 616, 2017, regular nine. So I worked a total hours of, I worked nine and a half hours and my gross pay was $68. Man, dedicated. Shout out to the staff zone, man. So y'all, y'all, y'all do what y'all gotta, which I gotta, gotta do out there, man. So let me pull a couple of commercial checks because we looking at those. We gotta, we gotta inspire people to do them, them national commercials. So we gonna look for them. I'm in, I'm in the June folder right now, and I'm seeing staff zone. But let's look. They got them Turner, them Turner checks. What's this right here? Open call. Man, look at these check stubs. Shout out, shout out Turner. Seventeen fifty. 2250 with ISEC. So there it is, man. Like, oh my God, look at all these staff zone checks. I was dedicated to staff zone. And there's Turner. Look at that Turner. Let's see what this Turner is. Turner check, check say. So I worked on this particular, particular date, regular hours, 40, overtime, 22 hours of overtime. Wow. This check came up to one thousand a hundred and six dollars. No, that's that's just no. Let me see. Hold on. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. Yo, shout out to Turner. Oh my goodness. So the net pay was nine hundred nine hundred dollars, and that was for sixty hours. Well, everybody, episode ten. We knocked it down. Uh, about to catch this flight. About to bounce out to L- L.A. Um, got 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 to get back to the to the lab. And um, Atlanta's been real. Got to work with my cuz, Big Meat, man. Thank you, cuz. Man, you want to say what's up? You want to say what's up to the people before we go, man? Hey, man. Appreciate you, man. Letting me record these two episodes. It's definitely been a pleasure to do it with family. To see the come up, the come ups pending. Not even pending. It's here. Yes, sir. And uh, I'm I'm enjoying and looking forward to much more success, brother. Thank Keep you. Going. Thank you, cuz. Appreciate yes, you. Yes, yes. So listen, everybody. Stay focused. Keep your head on the swivel. Always watch your front side and back, man. And just it's it's really like I heard Buster talk about last last night. Um, I didn't watch the BET Awards, but I was watching um Good Day Atlanta. With Sharon and with uh, Elise Edie and um and with my man Ron, I love watching them. I mean, Elise and um and Sharon. Yo, shout out to Elise and Sharon. Okay. ATL Fox. Yo, but no, they was talking about this today. They was talking about a few things and they talked about Buster and um they talked about how Buster Rhymes um they they either quoted him. Yeah, they quoted him. Elise Edie was actually quoting him and she said that Buster said, you know. Stop all of you know. Let's deal with love and let's deal with you know. He was talking about just squashing everything and stuff, squashing the beef. But um, I have mixed feelings about that because um, Buster Rhymes is a damn near multi-millionaire. <laughs> He's probably a billionaire. So um, different perspective. Yeah, different perspective. Totally, you can say that. But um, I, I also believe in justice. I also believe in freedom, justice, and I believe in equality. So I believe in love, but there's some things you just. You can't just love everything because you get trampled over for loving everything. Because I, you know, I've 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 given my all to people to act like I I, I just didn't. You know what I mean? So when you say squash all beef and you say you know deal with love, 
Yes, that is that is something, of course, that is a great perspective, and that is something that's reality, and that's something that we need to do. But we also need to deal with freedom, justice, and equality. And we also need to deal with accountability. And I'm tired of people, yeah. and I'm tired of people not taking accountability for the devilness and the foulness that they that they do. That's where it's wrong at. So I can't love a devil. You know what I'm saying? If you don't deal with self-love and you don't deal with equality, freedom, and justice for yourself, anybody that you deal with, then you a devil. Period. You confront all you want with with the scriptures, with with all that, with all that how you look. But the bottom line is freedom, justice, and equality for yourself and anybody that you're dealing with. And that's when you're a true G-O-D. That's when you're a true goddess. That's when you're a true whatever you want to be. But it all deals with freedom, justice, and equality. So again, shout out to the whole world. Globe, I love you. Watch your front, side, and back. Deal with street smarts. Always assess everything. Because you can, you can kind of like see it, see, it, see it coming. Whenever something's coming, you can, you can definitely see it. So stay, stay, so stay real. See you episode 11. It's coming July. We about to drop July. Oh, July shows are hot, 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 hot. It's going to be a hot July. And I will see you in July with episode 11. Holla at your boy, Mr. Real to Real with Mike Kel Stevens, the hottest podcast of 2023. Let's go. My adrenaline. I will not lose. Battlefield certified, I done paid dues My adrenaline, my drive non-stop Street game battle test, spread my name block to block My adrenaline, rise to the top Cornbread champion, cream of the crop My adrenaline, pushes me around the clock Get dough, smoke throw, swagged out, top notch Thank you for tuning in to the realest podcast of 2023 With everything I speak Go to the gram, the tube, the top, and check my receipts. It's all real to real. Every week, hottest chronicles, realest topics, incredible untold stories, plus knowledge on top of street smarts, down to blue collar hard work. It's all here. Tune in every week. I'm selling straight motivation mixed with hope. Tune in to the next show and listen to them all over and over and over again. And it's going to be clear. I am him and him is me. Mr. Real to Real Podcast with Mike Kel Stevens. Realest podcast of 2023.